Hello! No! Uh, <laughs> That's what we're doing. New year, new talk! <laughs> Hello. And... Uh, hi. Uh, this is the show, We Like Stuff, and so should you. Um... My name is Brenny, this is Melissa, who has- No, I'm Toad! Every time Melissa finds something that makes me laugh, um, she will do it until I do not laugh, because she loves making me laugh, and that's very sweet of her. Uh, but it means that she's doing this Toad voice for a little bit longer. Um, and we haven't had an episode for quite some time because the season was over. And now the season is back. It's back and we're back. Yeah. This is a show where we talk about stuff that we like. And this is actually going to be a special show because I don't think we did this last year. But uh, this year we're going to talk about some cool stuff that we liked for 2020. We never talk about cool stuff we like. We only talk about <laughs> dumb stuff. <laughs> um, oh yeah. And we are broadcasting through the facilities of Trent Radio at CFFF... 92.7. Thank you. CFFFFM. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, this past year, we all hope you had a happy new year and everything like that. This past year has been, as I'm sure everybody is telling everybody online and in every aspect of all of their lives, a rough one. Yes, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I just thought, I just thought for this episode, we could just talk about things that we liked throughout the year to kind of, to kind of make the sting a little less painful when reflecting on this year. Um, do you have anything little that you like about this year, or should we just like? go off. We don't really have anything prepared like our normal shows. I think we were just going to uh, just talk about some of the stuff that we like, so we don't really need like segments or, or pieces. Anything yeah. you want to start with? Um, I recently got a mullet. One of my last 2020 Haircut moves. decisions. Or just yeah. decisions in general. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, I'm loving the mullet life so far. Um, Looks pretty cute. Yeah, it's special and I love it. And yeah, I got some bangs back and a little mullet. It's a little short mullet. I love it. Yeah, it's not. It's not like your classic. Like if Melissa had a really big like handlebar mustache, it, she wouldn't look like she's from the seventies in its entirety. So it's not like one of those classic mullets. But yes, it's more it, of a modern mullet type yeah. look. The party is still in the front. No, sorry. No, business is still in the front. The little party's in the back. Yeah. The social distance safe <laughs> party is happening at the back of my head. Everyone's six feet apart and we're all wearing masks and we're outside. That's the party that's happening on the back of my head. Yeah, very appropriate. It's an appropriate sized party. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think one of my favorite things that happened happened at the very end of the year. And, like, the more I think about this past year, the more I'm like, there's no way this happened this year. And then it's just everything, everything happened this year. Yeah. Nothing happened before 2020. And I don't understand how that worked. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite things was the release of Cyberpunk 2020. 
2077. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, it's a game for the PS4 and the Xbox One and the PC, and it was a game that was... It was so popular and so widely renowned to be one of the best games coming out, and it was not finished. Yeah. It, uh, they waited years for this Almost game. like six years. They announced it like back in 2014 or something. Um, maybe plus or minus, but... Yeah, for me, once I heard that the game wasn't finished, all my expectations, like, I threw them out in the trash. Um, and I, playing it on the Xbox Series X, I was having a great time. The glitches were fine, there were still plenty, but I was like, okay, yeah, this game is busted, it's not finished, but I'm still gonna play it, and I was having a great time. This game got thrashed. Uh, all online. And it was my favorite, just watching all these people being like, what is this game? I'm so upset. Um, and even... One of my favorite parts was there was like, they didn't do like a verbatim interview, but there was an interview between the game developers themselves and their bosses uh, at the company CD Projekt Red. And even the developers were like, hey, hey, Cyberpunk 2077 is a game about how capitalism ruins the world. Do you think it's ironic that you also force us to work like, f uh, like 80 hour weeks and do crunch time when you publicly said to the world um, you weren't going to? And just the, the thrashing that this company has gotten it's been very fun to watch on the sidelines while I still enjoy their game. Um, because yes, the game is awful. Um, in I its just mechanics. Feel bad. Yes. I feel really bad for the people who worked on the game because it had a lot of really great potential. It's not really the game I thought it was gonna be, but it's still like fun. Yeah, and like if you and, if you But it's just it just sucks that they didn't have the time to finish it. And, yeah. And make it what it could have been. And, like, f from a game standpoint, if you throw away all the glitches and, like, the unfinished mechanics, it's a really fun game. And I'm having a really great time with it because I understand that. But it's not finished. Um, and even a lot of reviews online are like, hey, glitches aside, it's a, you know, it's an alright game. It's not, like, spectacular. It's just like, yeah, this, this is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, another thing, uh, because I'm a monster... Um, and working at EB Games didn't help me with this, but both me and Melissa have a PlayStation 5, and I have an Xbox Series X because I'm a nightmare. We talked about that last time on Did the I? show. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I'm talking about 2020 in general. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's just good stuff. I'm just a nightmare. So I have that. We're having a good time. <laughs> Yeah, one of my favorite games of the year was Last of Us 2, yeah. which I've talked about before. That was, I... was that in March? Or uh, April? September. What? No. I think so. There's no way that game came out. It did. I gotta look this up now. There's no I'm way. I'm pretty sure it came out, like, around your birthday, didn't it? I don't know. Anyway, whatever, whenever it came out, I just beat it for the second time, and uh, it's really good. June. Oh, June. Okay. I don't know what time is. No, that's okay. Um, what game came out in September? Uh... I feel like a game came uh, out in September. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Hades, uh, by all accounts, is basically game of the year, even though it shares that title with, like, The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. All three games that everyone should play. Mm-hmm. Hades is really good. Uh, two. A really fun game. I never thought I would like a roguelike game. Um, but I really enjoy the way Hades is because the roguelike is built into the story. 
So. Yeah, so roguelike is basically when you go into... When you play a game, everything is randomized for the most part. So you're kind and of doing ev- the same thing. The main thing is that when you die, you go all the way back to the start. Yes. I think that's the main thing about a roguelike, which for me, I do not like farming in games. I do not like doing the same thing over and over again. I just don't find it very fun. So... But for me, this game takes a lot of that repetitiveness out because it's so different every time you play it and the interactions with characters change over time and you get more powerful over time. So it's kind of, it's really fun to see those progressions. Yeah, the the, the, the story is that Zagreus, one of the children of Hades, uh, is literally just like, I'm sick of this place, I'm leaving. And every time you die, like even Hades, your father is just like, did you do it? Did you do it well? Did you find out what you did? You find what you wanted, idiot, stupid son. Um, and everybody's like trying to like help you while trying to skirt around Hades. It's really good, um, and that's how the story progresses too. Because every time you die, you're just like, dang, the Minotaur got me again. Time to try. Time to try again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time. Yeah. I'm 29, and Melissa's like 27. No, 26. Yep. Uh, for the first time, we're watching Buffy, and that's very exciting. It has a lot of very not good racial things happening all the time. Um, but it's doing its best as a show. And yeah, for a show came not in- everything that it's done has aged well, but I would say <laughs> in general, for a show of that time period, it does a lot of stuff right. Even though there are a lot of things that are questionable there are more things i think that are done yeah right, oh yeah, yeah considering yeah, yeah. No, i'm not trying to like blast it or anything but it's like yeah they keep every once in a while they have like an indigenous thing but it's like a spiritual like some spirits coming back to take vengeance and like we, that's one of the recent episodes we just watched and it, they were actually like well maybe maybe the spirit deserves the vengeance because of all the atrocities we did and i was like oh cool but then the ending was like, no, we still have to stop it because we can't just kill all the people here. And it was like, well... Anyways, they're doing their best. Yeah, it's really good though. I, I've been enjoying it um, in general. I always like a strong female protagonist who kicks butt and does it well. Yeah. And the 90s style is always fun to see, whether good or clothes. bad. It's always interesting. Um, sometimes when it's bad, it's really bad. When it's good, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I've just been enjoying it. I also really like Monster of the Week type shows because when I put something, when I pick something up, it's nice to be able to watch an episode and have a story within just that single episode. And then also, of course, there's an underlying story that goes along yeah. with Buffy and changes every season and whatnot. But I just, I really like that there's these little mini stories. So you kind of get like some kind of satisfaction out of the solving of Like the one, single episode. Yeah, a single episode has a contained story, um, which I enjoy as something to pick up and put down mm-hmm. um, every once in a while. Um, so yeah, I like that about it. And honestly, like, the, the comedy and writing in the show is really good. Obviously, we're very late to this show. I used to watch my sister watch the show, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, and I've been shown that I shouldn't watch a show with girls as the focus, so this is a girl show now, and I'm not going to watch it. Then I got older, and I was like, that's stupid. 
Um, but yeah, this show is great. I really want to start watching The X-Files, too. My brother keeps telling me about it. He keeps telling me about, like, all the different episodes he's, like, cried in because it gets so serious and sad. And I'm just like, okay. I didn't know the 90s were so good. Ugh. Um... But yeah, no, the Buffy. Well, we're just having a really good time with Buffy, and even, even for me, I don't. Uh, there's not a lot of shows that I can that I can be like a hundred percent into. So every time we're watching Buffy, I'm usually like playing something on the side. Uh, but the just the comedy and the writing of it is really good. It's really satisfying, and it's like it's. I truly did not expect it, um, way back when. So just having a good time with that. One of my favorite um, memories of this summer, or this year, uh-huh. I guess, is kind of bittersweet, because my parents sold their house, which was sad, but over the summertime, because we had a really big backyard, we had like a bunch of different events. Yeah, um, calling them parties would be wrong, and we wouldn't have like a party altogether, because it was still no, quarantine time. No. But there was a small group of us, and we got together in the backyard for like we watched a movie outside yeah, on we a, had projector a projector with yeah. our people in our bubble and um, played like outdoor games. Like you have the Koob. Remember Koob? <laughs> Koob is so fun. What a throwback to a summer activity. Yeah. We learned how to play Koob, which is this like, I guess it's sort of like Viking. What's the term? It's not. It's like a Viking game where you throw sticks at other blocks. Yeah. Throw sticks at blocks. And um, essentially, it's like a lawn game. Um, it's kind of like bowling, but with sticks. Literally with sticks, yeah. You like and, you have you have like a line of bigger blocks that are standing up in the grass. Um, and the opposite team is just trying to like throw these sticks to knock them down. And then as you knock things down, you get to move closer um, to the center. And then if no, you, you don't. Yeah. Only, no, when you knock someone's thing down... They get to throw it back oh, to yeah. your side. And that increases your defenses because in order to win, you have to knock down like the the, the big coop thing in the middle that's in between both of you. Um, but you're only allowed to do that once your opponent's team has no like smaller dudes to knock down. Yeah, yeah. So they throw the thing back to your side and it gives you an extra defense. But if they throw it close, because it's easier to knock down something that's close, then um, then if they miss it, then you get to move up to the closest piece. Yeah, so that's how the dynamic works. It's really good. It's it's. I always find that games like that where you have to work with like a, a lot of dexterity, you have to make sure you're actually hitting things. Um, it gets very stressful. It seems super easy, and we've had like a pretty good time of being like, yeah, this is fine. But then as soon as like you're down to the wire, it's like the last cube block you need to hit can take a full like half an hour, and then by that time that comes, everybody's reset, everybody's defenses have reset, and you're back to square one because mm-hmm. it's very stressful. <laughs> yeah, it can it can take like a really short amount of time to play that game, or a really really yeah. long time. It's sort of like either or. I don't think we've ever played like a medium mm-hmm. game, um, but it's really fun. Um, we also played last soup golf. We did a lot of archery this summer. Archery was good, yeah, because you got you got a bunch more arrows this this summer. Um, so. Made me really want to get a bow and arrow too, uh, but then I looked at stuff and considering we live in Peterborough, um, there's not I'm not gonna have a lot of opportunities to go shoot a bow, especially the lockdown is still happening. 
um, again. But yeah, super interested in getting a bow and arrow. I actually really just want to get like a. I don't know what it is. Uh, like there, there's something about, uh, especially because of the quarantine. There's something about being able to survive just like on your own. And I'm not talking about like going to the woods and not having anything and just like trying to live. I'm talking about like, the in terms of being fit, it's always been my goal to like as long as I can lift myself up and like climb things, I'm all set. If I can run and climb. I don't care how big I am or how fat I am or how, you know, everything else. As long as I can take care of myself. And something about archery. As soon as we started doing archery this summer, it was like, yeah, this is a really good skill to have. And I just really wanted to do more of it. And then I was looking into axes and stuff because I really like axes. Uh, and that's not safe or really legal to have in a regular city or town. But I really want that still. I mean, you could have an axe for like camping and stuff yeah but i want it to be cool like i want like a bearded axe oh yeah yeah and then i want to do things with it which means i'd have to go into like a forest and like throw it and like hack things and then that would just be a weird little dude it'd be like i'd be like a weird teenager that just go into the forest and just like you just gotta go axe throwing then yeah but i want there's a whole place for that no i know but i don't want to go in lockdown for it But I just want to be able to do it without being like, oh, let me go pay money to go do it. I just want to go into the woods and throw an axe. Yeah. And like be better at it and practice at it and stuff like that. That's fair. Yeah. Um, another thing about those events that we had in the summer yeah. was um, that we got to see uh, fireflies, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, because my backyard, again, I, we lived in like the country, so it was pretty... Um, open and there's like all these little fireflies in my backyard um, which I hadn't really had time to appreciate for a long time um, so like going to the house and spending that time in the backyard um, and seeing those fireflies was really special and also looking at the stars uh, yeah that because was good. it's so open there you can see so many stars and we got to see shooting stars and it was just magical. Yeah. Yeah. It was really special. I, I really enjoyed those few nights we did that. Um, and it was just like, just those times, the, like the, the fact that that was still this year, holy Jesus. We also, that's when, that's the, the I think it was March, no, I think it was May-ish, May or June where um, the Hamilton, they, they released like the Hamilton movie kind of thing. Um, and that was super fun because like our whole group of friends that like we have our bubble with is our D&D group. So we were able to do D&D still. Um, but we also like came together, watched on the projector, uh, the Hamilton movie, and we didn't listen to it at all because we were all singing mm-hmm. and it was really great. Um, so that, that was like a huge thing. And j- just like, I know a lot of people don't, sorry, aren't able to have like a, a proper bubble. Um, of like their like their immediate social friends and it's not the easiest but we we managed it pretty well and it was really good and it was just really nice to be able to actually see each other even though it was like maybe like twice a month it wasn't even that frequently mm-hmm. um yeah we so this this year as well it's small and it's just for us because nobody can appreciate this we rearranged our apartment a whole bunch this year mm-hmm. um and we got like new furniture. We stole a bunch of stuff from Melissa's parents' house because they were moving and they're like, we don't want this. 
So the TV that they had on their wall, like the 65 inch TV is now Melissa's main TV. Uh, and we basically have like a home theater system except without the sounds, uh, like the surround sound uh, in our apartment. It's buck wild, the TV's far too big. Yeah, it's nice though because like we can't go to the movies anymore. So it's sort of like we can go to the movies in our own apartment because it's so small. We sit like so close to the TV. (laughs) Like you're at the movies. But the best, I don't know where you got this bowl from, but you got like a specific popcorn popping microwave bowl. Yeah, my mom gave it to me. It's so good and it's so amazing. And it's shaped weird and I don't know why it works the way it does, but it pops popcorn almost perfectly. And there's always like still kernels at the bottom. It's like, yeah. It's like regular bagged popcorn, whatever. Yeah, yeah, because I like cooking popcorn on the stove, but it. That's a whole mess. It's just, you know, I feel like 2020 has been a hard enough time. <laughs> I don't want to clean another pot for my popcorn, so I just have been using my microwave bowl for our movie days, and it's been lovely. Yeah. We watched a lot of Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah. That one day we watched like six. Yeah, we that just kept fun. burning through them. Uh, more recently, we watched the Twilight movies for the reason of they are bad and we want to watch them. Yeah. Um, watching those movies for the first time was spectacular. Um, and like, I don't know about anybody else. One of my favorite things to do is to watch bad movies specifically because they're bad. Um, and it's just so fun. And watching those Twilight movies were so good. They were so bad. Nothing about those movies made sense. Even, like, the in, like, story laws of the universe that they were using started to break away. There was that one movie where she was just pregnant with, like, the the vampire child. And I still have a problem with this, where the vampire child was, like, eating her from the inside out. And she was, like, all gaunt and she had no blood and all these things. And they were like, oh, she has to drink blood because she's got vampire in her. And I was like, no, infuse the blood in her blood because that's how blood works when you have a baby. The baby's not going to eat straight from his stomach. And it was the most frustrating thing to watch them figure that out. That they were like, oh, she looks really bad. Make her drink blood because we have the visual of her being a vampire when she's not. And it was the, I'm so upset about that. There's nothing, nothing in the world will make that better for me. But it was very fun watching. What about how the baby looks? You know, you watched that movie without me, so I didn't get the best visual, but I've seen the pictures, uh, and the baby was absolutely a nightmare. Well, one of my favorite things that I learned this year is that the original baby (laughs) was a 60-pound robot. Like an animatronic baby that they made physically. And they call it Chuck Esme because it looks like Chucky. And it's horrible, but they thought it would be more realistic because they had to do visual effects on the baby to make it look not human, um, which they did a great job of because it looks horrible. Not human. It does not look like a human um, child at all. But Chuck Esme is really great. They didn't actually end up using Chuck Esme because it was just too scary. Yeah. Um, but they used <laughs> Even, Like every actor was like, this baby is a nightmare. Also so heavy. Like this freaking <laughs> heavy. And they hold it like a yeah. normal child. Anyway, do yourself a favor and look up Chuck Esme. It's real good. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things that really got me through this year was Chris Fleming videos. Yes. Um, the Boba The video. Boba song. Um, it's Sick Jan. So good. Please, if, do yourself a favor. Look up the video for Sick Jan. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite Chris Fleming videos. Yeah. 
I feel like Boba Manifesto, uh, DePiglio. DePiglio was good. Gigi the Christmas Snake. That one's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, but it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Sick Jan and um, the Grad Student Shuffle. Yes, the Grad Student Shuffle was really good. Those that was amazing. Those are all, are all incredible. Um, I also watched another one recently that I, that was killing me, and I forget what it was called. What was it about? I don't remember. I honestly, it was like partially live and partially not. I'm gonna see if I can. Well, I know the video I saw for Sick Jan was like that because it was Chris Fleming doing like their standout. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Sick Jan though. It was something else. Okay. I don't know. I mean, for the most part. Because we're just basically riffing uh, on things that we like. I really enjoy it. We have a really small Christmas tree. Um, and my my family... Oh, this one. Wug? Yeah. I've never, you've never shown that to me. you got to show that to me later. We can't do that now. No. It's just... It's like... Um, I forget what Wug stands for. It's like... <laughs> It's basically like you're talking, the whole thing is about talking to this guy and like someone you don't you, want to talk to. And you have like nothing in common, yes. so you think something's wrong with you. And then you see someone else go and talk to them and they're also having a really awkward time. <laughs> so then you realize that it's not you, it's, it's that, that guy. Excellent. And it's a really good video. It, it killed me. Um, so yeah, we'll watch that right after this because it's worth it. Excellent. So yeah, no, I was just going on like. My family has never been super about Christmas. Um, we used to do Christmas when my parents were together. And then as we were getting older, like there was one point in time when I think they were discussing, what's when I was super young, they were discussing whether or not like uh, something about Santa. And I guess they said something in front of me and I wasn't paying attention. And my only memory of this is that my brother came up to me, like they were talking, he was talking to my mom or something. And he came up to me and he was like, Bren, Santa ain't real. And I was like, do I still get presents? He was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. What? That's how it, that's how it happened to me. I don't know. I'm sorry. I guess Christmas cautionary. I don't know. Santa is real. <laughs> don't listen to him. Yeah, I, I was told that by my stupid idiot brother. He was wrong. <laughs> and he misguided. But Santa is real, and I, I've, I've seen him before. <laughs> anyway, so that, that was my Christmas experience, and then we start like, my... It was cold. <laughs> Stop. Um, then my mom kind of stopped doing, like, decorations. Putting lights out on our house was a big nightmare, and nobody wanted to do it. And I still kind of don't want to do it. Um, but then, as we got our own place... I started to like re, re-enjoy, uh, that's the wrong word. I started to really enjoy doing Christmas stuff again. So like we have lights out um, that Melissa put up. We have a small little tree that I'm super stoked about every time we have to, we, we get to put it out. Um, and I really like, like bad, stupid idiot presents. Like my sister always gets me socks and underwear and I'm, I've never been more excited ever since I was like in my twenties. Oh God, I'm still in my twenties. I mean like ever since I was 20, literally 20. Um, I was always excited for my sister to get us socks, and there was one time she didn't, because she was like, oh, I just got you a gift card, and I was like, and no socks? And she was like, huh? You care about that? And I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, getting and, socks is amazing. It's just so good. Especially, like, I don't know, I really like fuzzy, like, really warm mm. socks. Yeah. Um, and my mom always gets me them for Christmas, and that's 
two thumbs up for me. <laughs> but yeah, having having this apartment with Melissa and being able to do like our own little traditions of just like having the tree up and having lights up, it's so small and it doesn't seem like a thing, but like to just for like a whole month just have like lights out everywhere. It's just really cute. It's really nice. I like it. I'm gonna keep them on. Because okay. I think that's nice. If you want. Yeah, no. Because even the lights we have are just white. They're not even like colored right now. Yeah. The tree lights are colored, but like the lights we have around, um, those are just white. And those are good. I think they add a nice ambiance. Ambiance. No, no, no. Someone's French today. Not, not me. It's Appa. Aw, Appa, you French gentleman. <laughs> he was listening. Speaking of the boys, Appa and Mama are two guinea pigs, which we haven't talked about in a while because I talked about them like the first episode. Yeah. And we do some updates, but one thing I will say is that this year, um, because I've been home so much, I feel like they've become a little bit more accustomed to us, even more so. Um, we also got them a loft this year. Was that, that was this new. year? Yeah. Oh my god, so much has happened this quarantine. year. Yeah. Oh my god. This um, year's a nightmare. <laughs> and uh, they they love their loft. They go up there all the time. Yeah, it's really good. Um, which originally they didn't. Yeah, we had the loft for almost like four months and they wouldn't go upstairs. We actually used it for storage for them. And then all of a sudden, I can't remember what happened. We cleaned it up. We got it ready. And then... No, we put the fleece on... You put the fleece on the ramp. Yes, because there's a ramp that is a little bit slippery, but now we put, like, a little fleece liner on the ramp so they can grip it, and now they're able to go up it. Mm -hmm. And then we started putting, like, only their food up there so it, it, it doesn't, like, make a mess of their whole place because hay will get everywhere. Hay, yeah. They only like certain pieces, so they, like, take pieces out and then just leave it on the ground, and yeah. it's hard to clean up. Um, so, yeah, no... Uh, our boys are the greatest yeah. world. And I've been holding Momo more, and that's been really nice. And also, he has slept. I've seen him sleep with his eyes completely closed a few times, which if you know anything about guinea pigs, is they usually, they can sleep with their eyes open, and they only sleep with their eyes closed if they're really comfortable. And they feel um, safe. So when I saw him sleeping with his eyes closed, it made me feel really... Good. Melissa was crying. It was great. Yeah. I just love him so much, and I'm glad he feels safe. Yeah. Appa, I don't think we'll ever feel safe. Yeah. Um, but... He's a skittish boy. Yeah, that's okay, though. Yeah. Um, we've been doing a lot of online school. Wow! <laughs> so why is that horn that sound? <laughs> don't, don't. I don't know. What's that? You're just yelling. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, for uh, for online school, it was a lot sh more stressful at the beginning, but I feel like once I started doing things more frequently, being able to stay home for school was actually a big plus for me. Uh, but not being able to see my other classmates was kind of rough, and that was like the trade-off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we spent a lot of time in our apartment. I mean, I work from home now, so it's just like every single day I just wake up and I go to my desk, which is <laughs> two meters away from my bed. and Not literally. No, but feels that way. Yeah. I wake up so late because I literally get out of bed. It takes me two minutes to get ready and I just go sit down. Yeah, you just got to get the top pants half. every day. Yeah. 
and it's oh so i discovered like the 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 pleasure of track pants as well just that they're so comfy um and for like a huge stint in the beginning of quarantine i was just wearing track pants and it was like almost a problem we didn't have to go anywhere obviously because it was quarantine but uh yeah it was almost a nightmare it was almost a problem it was it was really wild um I love track pants and pajamas. Oh yeah, and like we, I keep getting track pants, and it's just so good because you can get like you can get the classic track pants that look kind of slobbish if you're going outside with them. Slobbish? That's that's I don't slobby. Know. It's kind of rude to say that. Well, like I understand because it doesn't stop me from doing it, but I still feel kind of like I don't. There's no you can't really feel professional. In any sense of the word, if yeah. you're going outside with track pants, yeah. don't don't feel bad about it. I do it all the time still, but I will never go outside with track pants and be like, "Yeah, I look great." It'll just be like, "I gotta go outside and come home real quick." Uh-huh. But um, like, yeah, you can get like track pants that like look a little closer like regular pants, or like they are tapered at the legs so they don't like look like big parachute pants kind of, um, and they just feel nicer, and I feel more comfortable going out with them. And they still don't make me feel professional at all, in any capacity. I just wanted to talk about them, because I got more from your mom for Christmas. Oh, we got a giant air fryer for Christmas? My mom gave me a giant, like, us a giant air fryer, and it's just so huge. And it has, like, grill parts, and I'm just so excited about it. And we're gonna make cauliflower wings. Not today, though. Some other time. Tomorrow? Probably. I don't think I work tomorrow. I'll have to double check, though. I have no idea what I work at. Uh, LCBO. <sighs> this year, I, honestly, this year has been. It hasn't been as bad as I thought it was. Thought it would be. That being said, like it has been, like uh, uh, a mental and emotional nightmare, as well. Because even though we live together and everything is great, it's just every once in a while, it's just like, oh, I'm sad again, and I'm not sure why. And then it's been my favorite to see all the memes and other like posts of being like, uh, like the Onion had a good article post that was like, man who thought that um, uh, the most emotionally taxing and traumatizing point of their life would be the best time to start a new hobby. And it's like, yeah, I had plans for all sorts of things and like I never did them. And then I felt like I felt like I was like down on myself. I was like, oh, you have so much time. But it's like, no, this isn't free time. This is like a mental gymnastics to stay alive. Um, and, and like it's it's a whole thing. So, yeah, played a lot of video games. And yeah, stuff. I feel like I played more video games than I normally do. Well, so when when Animal Crossing came, uh, no, last year. I had, I think, 600 hours played on my Switch alone, and I can't remember what the PlayStation had, and Xbox didn't do, like, a year in review, uh, and then this year, excuse me, um, the Switch, uh, my playtime for my Switch was 1,200 hours, and I can't imagine what Xbox and PlayStation had for me. I still didn't see the numbers, but, like, yeah, I straight up doubled my playtime on the Nintendo Switch alone. I can't imagine what everybody else has done. Because of the quarantine, I'm pretty sure... Where do you find that? Uh, it's on, like, the... the You go to your, like, your Nintendo Club account. You have to, like, sign in through your Nintendo account. Uh, but there's, like, a whole year in review. If you look up, like, Nintendo year in review, you should be able to figure it out. You just have to sign in. 
Um, but yeah, it's like a really cool thing. It shows all the things um, that you like your your top like five or ten games, how many hours you put in, what your like favorite games, what games you might want to check out. It's real good. But yeah, I just put in far too many hours into that. I think Animal Crossing coming out in March of this year. I can't believe Animal Crossing came out this year too. There's so many things. I think I'm at like 800 hours in Animal Crossing. So it's like a whole thing. Um, but yeah, there was also music. I know I'm sure everybody was sick of seeing the Spotify like wrapped or year in review or whatever. Um, but I'm not sick talking of it. Um, <laughs> and one of my favorite things was that I think, if I remember correctly, I'm going to look this up. There's a band called Mutual Benefit. Uh, that I really, 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 really enjoy. Um, they have like very calm, relaxing music. Everything's nice and cozy with them. Um, me and Melissa shared an account for Spotify, and she liked them too. But it's... I, I listen to them a lot when I do work, so I put them in the background a lot. So I probably contributed quite a bit to that. For sure, and yeah, so. For me, well, for us, I will say, because it was definitely us, we were in the top 0.005% of their listeners this year, which is far too small um, in that regard. But yeah, our top our top artists were like all sorts of like really sad and depressing songs, like Florist, Frankie Cosmos Can Be Happy and Sad. Um, I was listening to Joji a lot which is very kind of like sad boy music, but rap or hip hop or whatever. And then, yeah, Mutual Benefit was our top. Uh, yeah. It's just, a, it's just a whole thing. Uh, everybody should listen to Mutual Benefit. I'll probably do like a whole thing on them and play some of their songs and stuff. But uh, Maybe we should play a song today at the end of our episode. Okay. Do you, do you have a song in mind? We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, oh, one of my favorite things that I've continued to listen to that helped me get through like a, a like some days as well is the podcast Wonderful. Um, that is still there's there's so many podcasts that I know about, uh, and there are only like two that I actually can keep up with because I cannot like even shows like unless I rip through a show all at once, it's really difficult for me to keep up with stuff because I just want to do other things. Um, but yeah, the podcast, wonderful. It's by, um, Justin and, uh-oh, what's her name? Griffin. No. No, yeah, no, no, sorry, Griffin. Griffin McElroy. Um, and what's, no, what's his, what's his wife's name? No! Um, I'm, I, I don't remember. I'll have to look this up. But the, their podcast is literally what I basically got this idea for this radio show for it's just them talking about things that they find wonderful and they actually have like a listener base so they get like submissions in too and it's really cute uh but just listening to them talk about stuff and um griffin uh mcelroy has like a sense of humor that somehow is catered to me and obviously thousands hundreds of thousands of other people but it's one of my favorite things to like look at or sorry listen to but, uh, yeah, the whole McElroy family of products is real good. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you like our show, listen to Wonderful, because it's basically the OG yeah. show, honestly. 
Ooh, how many hours? Ooh, 552. That's far too much than, uh, than, than you should. <laughs> In March and April, I played over 100 hours. <laughs> Each. Each. Yeah. <sighs> that tells you the first quarantine months, you know? And March, that was only the last two weeks because it was only, like, after the second week that we got Animal Crossing. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a whole thing. Um, there's still lots to do in Animal Crossing. I stopped... Every time there's, like, an event in Animal Crossing, you kind of have to play every day if you want to try and collect everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't been playing as much because it just is too much to keep up with. Yeah. But it is... It's a really fun game still. Yeah, and, and like, they added, like, all the Christmas stuff. You can build snowmen. Oh, they're called snowboys for whatever reason. It's, it's really cute. But if you build them wrong, they'll just, like, outright yell at you. And they'll be like, hey, are you okay? Were you wearing gloves? Are you, did you, did you need help? Um, one of my favorites is that if you really mess up, like, if the body is, like, the size of the head and you somehow, like, build it that way, the guy's just like, hey, come on! Are you kidding? Are you nuts? What's, what is happening? And it's just, to get sassed by Animal Crossing is just my favorite. Because um, they don't have Mr. Rossetti anymore, if anybody knows who that is. It, it was the mole, I think. It was a mole man that used to yell at you if you did not save your game and you tr- turned it off. Yeah. When you turned it back on, and it you had, yelled at you for so long. Like, like straight, like 10 minutes minimum. And for a child, even like counting down the seconds of 10 minutes is a nightmare as an adult. As a child, I can't imagine what that was like. It wasn't 10 minutes, but... It, it wasn't? I thought it was... I don't know. I've never had Animal Crossing before this one, so I just assumed. I would never play it again if it was 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes is so long. <laughs> it was probably it was like... probably like a few minutes, yeah, like but two. it felt like an hour. Yeah, because you couldn't do anything, right? You had to listen to him. Yep. And he was just like screaming. It was so great. Um, there's actually... There's suggest It's suggested that Mr. Rossetti is the person that you call if you're on an island. Um, and like you need extra supplies. Or if you get trapped like building structures on your island, you need to physically get out. And like that helicopter comes in to save you. Um, for some reason, like I, someone connected to like, oh, that's probably Mr. Rossetti. So he's not out of a job. You don't know that. Well, if anything, he's retired. Hmm, nice. I think he's great, even though everybody hated him and he stuff. He lives under the island, watching, <laughs> waiting for his revenge. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. You'll have to find out. All right, okay. I'm just trying to think about if there's anything else in particular. We did a lot of good D&D stuff. You made a lot of good pictures this year. I painted painted my biggest pictures yet. Which is great because uh, when, like, the fact... So there's a painting that Melissa did because um, in our D&D campaign, like, a lot of stuff has happened. She did a painting to kind of commemorate it and it was really nice. Uh, but the painting that she did, she did in, like, four hours and it's just like... No, it took me, like, eight hours. No way. We watched the entire series of Bridgerton. Well, I was painting that. I thought you. I thought we were like halfway. No. I thought it was uh, maybe. Oh yeah, we were like halfway. It, it might have been like. I, f- I, th- I think I think like five or six hours. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just like in one shot though, she sat down and was just like, "How's this look?" And then every once in a while, I would like help her with like the proportions of like the face and stuff. But then she just like knocked it out, and it was it was it was amazing. Still and, not done, but yeah, I need but, to fix a couple of things. But that's fine. Yeah. You did a great job. Thanks. I like painting. 
nice to have like a full day to dedicate to it because it's hard for me to just like sit down and paint like for an hour or two. It's like I have to take out so many supplies that it just makes it not worth it. Like yeah. I need like a full like five hours to do painting. Because you have like your whole palette. And you have like so many different colors and you're really good at mixing the colors too which i find yeah like an incredible skill even though i mean i think i still think it's incredible even if it seems like a very normal easy skill to do um i just think it's cool to have an eye for that thank you you're welcome that's nice yeah um what was the oh there was something um we cleaned up our kitchen a bit and made it more accessible just to have things like we organized it a bit and i find that so much of a weight off of my shoulders having, having this quarantine time to like to like die slowly and then once you have like your head on your shoulders again to put in the time to kind of clean up a bit is really nice um and we just organized so much and it seemed it, like Melissa every once in a while she'll look around and be like oh, our place is a mess I'm loving it I am in love with the work that we've done and I think it's worth commendating and I think it's worth uh, applauding yourself for doing any kind of work at home uh, any kind of organization or anything it's just worthwhile and I think it's I think it's good and I'm really in that mindset of like we did a good thing even if it's still kind of a mess oh you you said a good term for it um wizard maximalism yes wizard maximalism that's what our apartment is there's just stuff everywhere but that's where it's supposed to be yeah. <laughs> well it's like i feel like when you see like a wizard or like a witch's like howl's moving castle like they have stuff everywhere but you're like that's an aesthetic i like that yeah like the libraries are always filled with things and, and like, everything's there's... everywhere like it's not tidy it's a mess but you're like wow it's a controlled it's mess. magical there yeah and like having stuff on the ground that's a nightmare that's a different story but just having you know all your shelves full of books and things that you love like that's 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 my favorite part like the whole what what is that phrase like having chotskis i think that's like the moniker for like things that just sit on a shelf that's like half of our apartment and we finally have like a nice little cabinet so they don't get all dusty and stuff and they're protected and it's just my favorite and every time i look over there it's like yeah it's so full i have so many amiibos and they're not even a lot there are some people that have all the amiibos and that's a nightmare Actually, I know some people personally, excuse me, that uh, have like all the Smash Brothers Amiibos that don't open them. And I know a person that had them that didn't open them because they wanted an unopened collection, but then had to buy them again because they needed to use the Amiibo. It was a nightmare. I wish the best for them. and They're really great. I'm pretty sure Josh Vander is one of them. <laughs> and he's just a great guy. But Josh, Vander, don't do that. <laughs> There's just so many amiibos. Actually, I'm pretty sure he just had the unopened ones. I'm not sure if he if he bought them double. I know some of them he did. I don't know. But, you know, we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, so if that's what makes you happy, that's fine. I just that's a nightmare to have to have things unopened, but you also want to use them, so you have to buy them twice. That's just too much. <sighs> you know, for, for this episode, if um, we 
have advertised it a couple of times. But nobody has ever actually like contacted us on any social media or by our email. And I think it would be really great if somebody did. It's totally fine. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel this way in my school group chat because um, we have one for the Bachelor of Education. And every once in a while, I don't really interact, but then every once in a while, I will say something or be like, huh, this is a joke. And maybe like one person will interact with it and I'll be like, I've done my job and it's fine. So it's totally fine if nobody actually contacts us, but you can uh, find us on Instagram at WLSassy, literally. So no, no, no. Is it WLSassy? Is that what our handle is? Yeah, so it's at W-L and then A, sorry, S-A-S-S-Y on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter, at W-L-S-A-S-S-Y, W-L-S-A-S-S-Y. Um, if you want to give us like uh, some of your suggestions of what you really enjoy, we can feature it on our show. I would love to talk about it because I think our community is great and Peterborough is really great and I want to live here forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do have an email. If you don't have any social media and you might have an email and you want to email us some things that you like, we can give you a shout out. Uh, it is the full, full written out words. We like stuff and so should you at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email, things that you like, and we'll talk about it on our show and it'll be great. We'll give you a little shout out. Um, but yeah, I think we will end with a song. We'll end with a song from Mutual Benefit. Um, you should listen to them. They're really great. Um, thank you to Jill and everybody at Trent Radio. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you've figured this out and allowed us to still produce stuff and allowed us everything. And you've been so understanding. And every time I feel like I've messed up on something, I email you in like a frantic state. And you're always like, hey, you know, life happens. Thanks for actually emailing me. That's really great, honestly. And I'm just like, oh, thank, 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 thank you. Yeah, everyone at Trent Radio is amazing. Um, Jill and Rob, you are both Thank you. Incredible. I never remember Rob's name, and I feel so bad, but my point of contact is Jill, and I yeah. feel so bad. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Well, you're both amazing, and you do really great work to keep us producing stuff and the community, which we enjoy to do. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you to Matt, Matthew Campbell. Um, my, our, our source for our background music um, like one of my best friends I'm so thankful for everything that you are and choose to be uh, and I'm very upset that I've only seen you like once this year especially during the quarantine we went to a park um, I can't remember it was sometime in the summer we went to a park and we like looked at each other from across the way and we just like hung out and I feel like that refilled my soul seeing you and Trevor uh, and my brother, like at a distance, and and um, and Des, and I don't know who else will listen to this um, in that regard. But thank you, thank you so much. It's been so great for being our friends. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say. That's I just fair. I just like my friends. My friends are great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's it for our show right now. Okay. Goodbye! Okay. If that's how you want to end it. Okay. Alright, well, <laughs> we love okay, you. Okay, sorry. Bye. <laughs> love you all. Bye. Bye.
Towards the horizon line. 